Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is October 23rd. Hope you guys had a great weekend as we head into this day and this week of earnings season. Uh, we've got some news out of Chevron and uh, Walgreens and, and such as that that we'll talk about here when Dave joins us in just a few minutes. Hey, don't forget that uh, in the world we live, there are so many things that we cannot control. You do have the ability to control the amount of risk you have in your current portfolio. You need to know what that risk is, and you need to know how much risk you should have based on your current circumstances. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And with that, we got Dave coming up next. And Katrina and the waves are there at 66 degrees already, up to around 89 this afternoon. Well, it would be nice if the market could turn around and go up. Let's see if it could possibly have a chance of it today. Let's go downtown and figure out what's going on with your money. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is here. Good morning, Philip. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. It's uh, great. Uh, I mean, I can't say it was a restful weekend. Uh, we worked our tails off for about four hours, five hours on Saturday, uh, hauling stuff uh, from people's cars to the shredder truck. And I've, yep. I've got the number, the official number is we did five five thousand seven hundred and seventy pounds of uh, of shredded material. Yowzers, yowzers! That's five thousand plus pounds worth of records that somebody isn't going to get scrawled by somebody getting a hold of their credit card statement. So, thanks to everybody that dropped down. I had an absolute blast there spending time with you guys, and uh, always happy to be a part of that. I think I like Saturdays in the fall, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, it went. It was good because we had plenty of places for people to pull in and park. We could get the stuff out, so it was a great location. And and I think we'll probably be back there again next year in the fall. Dynamite. It was a dynamite shredder day, and thank you very much for hosting me there. I really enjoy spending the time with you all. Going on to what we're supposed to be doing this morning, we're talking about money, and boy, it was Friday another rotten day on Wall Street. Dow was off by 287, Standard & Poor's down by 54, and uh, NASDAQ led the pack down a full percent and a half, down 202. We're now uh, in danger of dipping below 33,000 on the Dow this week, and that starts getting into one of those psychological barriers that I really don't want to see them do. Yeah, I agree. And we are, you're right, we're closer than what people may think. I mean, just looking at the futures this morning, they were in a foul mood this morning, to say the least. Uh, they, they have recovered a little bit, but still a lot of red ink across my uh, ticker here. Oh, absolutely. We were talking before we went on the air, and neither one of us saw the news item coming across the ticker that would have prompted it. But about 2 a.m., the Dow futures fell like a rock by about 200 points, and I turned my page over into the Asian rim markets, and uh, I suspect we probably got some economic news out of China that hasn't come to the top of our tickers yet, because uh, when we get to the overseas markets, the Asian rim markets just had an absolutely brutal close this morning at 6 a.m., which kind of leads us into a real busy week for us this week, because not only are we going to get household names reporting, earning reports now basically starting tomorrow morning and all darned week long after the close tonight, they start dumping data on us. But with the Federal Reserve meeting set to uh, change interest rates on us, meeting on Halloween Day and then releasing their interest on Tuesday, uh, 
the macro reports that come out this week are going to loom real large, and uh, they aren't exactly chopped liver because we're going to get a gross domestic product update as well as the PCE inflation rate as the week continues. And this is going to make it a pretty momentous week, isn't it? Well, it is, and we're also going to have new home sales come out this week as well. So a lot of stuff, uh, economic numbers coming out, as well as I was just looking through the earnings calendar. You got 3M coming out. Um, you know, you've got a lot of companies that will be reporting, uh, I think, Coca-Cola reports this week. Um, so so we've got some big names coming out this week that could definitely push and move the markets. Absolutely. I mean, this is the high-tech week down the process. Let me say, I know we got Facebook, we got Microsoft, we got well, Spotify, Amazon will be coming out on Thursday. I mean, the high-tech companies pretty much are all grouped together this week. And uh, somewhere I remember I was reading that the uh, you know the five biggest tech companies are something like 20% of the total capitalization of the Standard & Boers 500 right now. It's quickly uh, becoming yeah. another Dow, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's a, you know, those, those companies have really, uh, have gotten huge and, and that they can, they can be a big impact on the, on the indexes. Absolutely. So if you want to see an index move, this is the week to have it done off of an individual report. It isn't always just the Dow that does that. Uh, what are the expectations anyway? I mean, I'm getting all these mixed signals, and I know you read an awful lot more on these columnists than I do, as far as what the likelihood is for the Fed. Jay Powell last week was patting everybody on the head and saying, don't worry, we won't raise them again in December. But he really didn't say anything about November. I'm still reading we've almost got a split vote as to what they expect on the November rate increase on November 1st. I'm still betting on another quarter point, but I'm kind of wondering what the conventional wisdom is. You know, I've not seen, other than the talking heads from the Fed themselves, I've not really seen anybody give an opinion. Um, but, you know, it may come down to Friday's uh, personal income numbers and the PCE index and what that looks like uh, as they head into the meetings the, the following week. That's true. That it's a, it's kind of an obscure inflation number. It has just suddenly been brought to the fore since Jay Powell told everybody that's the inflation number they want to see get down to two percent, and uh, that particular inflation number has been nowhere close to two percent. Well, we've gotten into that range with the gross with the uh, CPI. Uh, the PCE numbers have been generally up into the upper three percent range on annualized updates every time. So that if that's their primary number. I'm going to call another interest rate increase virtually a slam dunk, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I would think so, based on a lot of what uh, we, we saw this last week or so. It, it's Yeah, because we've been having overly hot numbers in the uh, direction that the uh, Fed watches as well. Like we said, it's a busy week this week, but starting early on Monday morning, nobody wants to roll out of the sack and spit up a report yet, so we're kind of gleaning what we've got coming. Is there anything over the day today and tomorrow that we're going to be watching, or does the crud hit the fan in spades on Wednesday? You know that most of it's going to hit on Wednesday and Thursday, um, pretty much across the board. I mean, we do see – I mean, get this number, Dave, the 30-year the Treasury, now mm -hmm. it's over 5.1%, standing at 5.12% right now. Which kind of indicates that 8% mortgages are right around the corner, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah if they're not already here. 
Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen a mortgage quote recently, but you're right. There, uh, we were at seven and three quarters the last time I checked, so it wouldn't surprise me a bit to see an eight percent mortgage coming up. Yeah, I'm looking at my calendar here. I mostly got those uh, those obscure national activity indexes coming out of the Fed and a couple of Standard and Poor's global numbers coming out today and tomorrow. And then, like I said, the poop really hits the fan starting on Wednesday with uh, gross domestic product updates, the PCE number on Friday, the usual flurry of unemployment information on Thursday and Friday. Looks to me like we're going to be talking about uh, re-ratings and uh, company reports for Monday and Tuesday, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. And I did see this interesting article for folks that like to travel. Um, Uh Not an economic report, but really it could have some economic effects. Uh, Folks traveling to Europe out of the United States and, and 60 other countries, you know, we don't have to have visas to go over there. We, we get mm-hmm. to, to freely go when we want. However, that's going to change. Um, in 2025, you now have to seek permission to go to Europe as a U.S. citizen. You don't have to get a visa, but, but you're going to have to register uh, your passport before you go and basically get an approval to go. And then it will all be biometrics. So we're talking about fingerprints, facial scans, all that kind of stuff, instead of actually having to use your passport. And, you know, actually, we're pretty good folks over here, but just, I mean, security got to get into it somewhere. I mean, it just just seems rational and logical to me that just double-check the people that are coming in, even if they're from a friendly country. I really can't argue with that. Well, except for they're going to store all that facial recognition and data in their database, and that's a little bit... uh, that can become scary. And that's a perfectly valid point. Other news that comes out, we've got a uh, we got a purchase. The Hess truck may be back this year, but it might be coming in another brand name, I gather. We do. Chevron buying Hess um, uh, this week. So it uh, nobody seems to really like the deal. I mean, I guess they do, but no, no stockholders like the deal. All the stocks are down today. Chevron's down like 2.5%. Hess is even down about a third of a percent. So um, that's they're, odd. They're, yeah, yeah, I know. But they're uh, they're paying. It's an all st- stock deal. Fifty three billion dollars they're paying for Hess. Hey, pocket change, right? Oh yeah, pocket change. Sure. <laughs> Maybe for you. Uh, yeah, not I said the dog. Uh, resetting the table for the morning off day and a substantial off day on Friday and all of the major indexes. I should note that the VIX was up over 21 for a little while last week. Let's see, where is it this morning? Ah, 22.1. Boy, that's a wonderful volatility index. 45 minutes before we open, what are we doing? Hey, all I see is green. I, I mean, all I see is red. I'm sorry. I, I get the right color here in a minute. Um, Got my all up I there see for a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Dow is down 150 points, getting close to a half a percent. The S&P 500 is down 17, up four-tenths, and then the NASDAQ 100 is uh, down 55. That's a little over a third of a percent. The VIX is the only green, like you said. It's up 1.7% this morning. Even on the other side, silver sliding 1%, gold sliding a quarter, and uh, crude oil down about four-tenths of a percent to $87.75 a barrel right now. Yeah, pretty much sounds like the zip code we were in at the end of the week last week, except for one bump. I'll take that. 
Uh, overseas, my worldview is all red as well this morning. Like I said, Asian rim markets, something happened overnight that we didn't catch in our tickers. Uh, the mainland Chinese markets were down by like a full percent and a half overnight. Taiwan down by over a percent. Uh, and virtually all the other Asian rim markets off substantially. The only good news in the whole batch was the Hong Kong market was dead flat. And when zero was good news, you know it was a bad day. Europe is kind of following suits looking at our futures and saying, Oh, poop, it's going to be another week like that. Overall, European index down by about a half a percent halfway through their day. Philip, I, if I'm invested internationally right now, I'm nervous. If I'm invented, invested domestically, I'm a little nervous. How do I get the risk out of my portfolio? Yeah, that's exactly why we developed the core retirement design, to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of by looking at the risks they have in their portfolio and making sure that it's the right amount of risk for where they are in their life right now. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 7.30 a.m. and 95.3 FM. And tomorrow morning, us with hopefully a little smileier news to have, same time here on Light. Fair enough? Fair enough, buddy. We'll see you then. Thank you much. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. I hope your week is off to a great start. Hope you'll tune in again tomorrow, same time, same place. Until then, have a great day.